Welcome to the Strategic Talent Management People Solution Podcast. We solve your people challenges. People are the most important ingredient for your business or organization's success. We believe the way to take your organization to the next level begins with knowing your people and yourself. Welcome to another episode of Strategic Talent Management's People Solutions Podcast. In this episode, Art and Alyssa discuss workplace agility and adaptability. So, Alyssa, welcome to your first STM podcast. Thank you. I'm very isn't, excited. Isn't this exciting? Yes. I mean, there are millions of people listening to you right now. I mean, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, Alyssa has worked for us for a couple of years and uh, uh, about a year ago, I guess, m- maybe a little under a year ago, uh, she decided for self-improvement and with our blessing uh, to study organizational psychology, but it was going to take her to Berlin for a couple of years. And so we had to kind of adapt uh, meeting times and schedules and so forth to accommodate everyone. And in doing that, we, we uh, concluded at one point, wow, this would make a great blog from Alyssa's point of view, because everybody on the every business on the planet is dealing with this to one extent or another so she wrote a blog called agility and adaptability for success which is out on our website uh and this this blog is meant to or this podcast is meant to kind of augment that and and kind of update uh what we've learned since so we're we're at, we're at a we're at an interesting time because we've you know we're we've been through the pandemic everybody's been through the pandemic we've been dealing with work from home and remote workers uh, and many many employers are getting to the point where they're either thinking of uh, you know re- re- getting back to the old office arrangement uh, or you've got we've got a client who literally is selling their furniture and everything else. They're completely shutting down the office and going to wholly remote. Uh, kind of from, from your point of view, Alyssa, having written this blog and, and done some studying on it, what, what should employers be considering right now when they're making these kind of decisions? Yeah, I definitely think that employers need to just really think long and hard about the reason for bringing people back into the office, you know, why do you want people back in the office? What do you want to accomplish with everybody being together in the office? You know, is it really necessary? Does, does the work need to be done together? Can it be done on different schedules independently? You know, um, not just making rash decisions and trying to make things sort of pre-pandemic normal because people don't really want that anymore in a lot of cases. Well, and the cat, the cat's out of the bag. We've proved it. It can work otherwise. Uh, it's, it's so I, I, and I remember when you first brought this up, we, we were sort of kicking it around in a, 
in one our weekly team meeting and uh it it occurred to me then that you know this is we're, we're treating this as a problem to be overcome and it, it certainly is i mean like when you moved the six hours ahead of us we had to rethink how things work but we also quickly realized there were certain advantages to uh, having you in a different time zone uh, not that time zoning is always the uh, uh the the outcome here but it's a it's an opportunity to rethink our culture really how as you said how we work where we work what we're trying to accomplish so that that was kind of the impetus of this meeting was or this podcast was to how do we re uh, how do we use this opportunity to improve the culture improve the company uh do some strategic planning that yes it's been forced upon us a little bit but now is the perfect time to reconsider these things and i know you had a you you referred to it as a a case study but it was an actual situation that happened to a couple of your friends one was sort of a good story the other one was sort of the bad story uh re remind us what that situation or those two situations yeah, this is honestly quite crazy, but it is true. Um, I have two friends and they're looking to move um, from where they are currently to a whole new part of the country. And one of them has just recently started working for a company remotely, has no career path heading towards going back into the office or anything. And when they... Um, you know, brought this potential move up to their manager, it was like, nope, not going to happen. Um, sorry, it's not possible. And there was no logical explanation for why. You know, sometimes employers are, you know, um, threatening a pay cut if you move out of New York City or Boston or whatever. This was not the case. Um, my friend's response was simply, okay, screw it. I'll look for a new job then. Meanwhile, my other friend who's also looking to make this move has been working with this company for a few years now and um, is starting to go back into the office a couple days a week. Talked about this move with their manager and has gotten it approved, you know, through a couple levels now to stay fully remote. And they're super encouraging and supportive of the move. And um, this friend has no intentions of leaving the company. So I think that this is the absolute perfect example of this is not a joke. This is not a threat. This is real life. And employees, they're not going to put up with, you know, this unrealistic expectation of coming back into the office without yeah, and as, as most of you know out there who are listening i mean the when i first heard this story uh i i shook my head a little bit because who who would let a good employee go when especially right now i have this conversation every single day with my clients or prospective clients that who want to hire we just remind them right off the bat, if they didn't already know, it's hard to hire people right now. Uh, it's, it's challenging. It's expensive because uh, while they may be working in a small town in Georgia uh, today, 
they can work remotely and stay in that small town and and uh, work remotely for a San Francisco company and make uh, uh, a lot more money. So hiring is difficult. Uh, wages have gone up. Uh, expectations have gone up. So just to casually let somebody go because they want to work from home or work remotely uh, has some real cost to it. So I was actually kind of surprised in that story that that the uh, the company made apparently no no effort at all to keep that employee there. But to me, that's one of the obvious benefits. But again, gets to the point of let's rethink let's let's rethink the strategy behind our decisions and rethink our culture and how we can make this work for everybody. And I think another important piece when you're rethinking your culture and considering how you're going to handle these decisions involving as many people as possible in these decisions is so important because if you're only getting input from you know, top managers and whatnot, you, you're not considering the feelings and the perspective of the employees who this is probably going to impact most. Yeah. And I remember you brought that up in your blog too, I believe. And it, it was, it rang true with me because uh, not just for the perspective of those different levels, but ultimately buy-in uh, without any plan the biggest challenge in any company has with planning or any organization has with strategic planning and goal setting and so forth is the buy-in. And the I, we've always believed the more people involved with that planning process from day one, uh, the, 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 the buy-in is being built as you build the plan. So when it comes to implementation and running into some difficulty or, or speed bump uh, to execute a plan, everybody's going to buckle down and, and you know, re, recommit to that goal because they had some part in building it or they know why certain jobs in this case cannot be remote or, or, or how uh, to make a remote uh, situation uh, work for everybody. So again, my little plug for uh, not just in this new situation should we consider getting everybody's input, but really you should think about it from any planning initiative, uh, especially any kind of serious change. If you involve everybody from day one, you'll have buy-in when the when the uh, uh, when the day comes. You have to execute. Besides the whole hybrid and remote work situation, employees definitely have other needs that they want to be met. Um, this is no secret. People want better work-life balance, flexibility, growth, and mobility within their company. Um, so how can managers find out what their employees need and want? And let's talk a little bit about the importance of actually delivering on those needs. Yeah, it's, it's, it comes down to my favorite word when it comes to any kind of management topic, which is communication. And in this case, communicating from really the first interaction with that uh, employee to be in the hiring interview is to begin to understand 
what this person is looking for. You may be hiring an account coordinator, uh, and uh, but if that person wants to move in a, a particular direction, it's 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 to the employer's best interest to know what that direction is, uh, for the simple reason that uh, if if you are working hand in hand with a especially a new employee or maybe an employee who's worked with you for some time and their direction has changed. If you're in regular communication, you know what their hopes and dreams are. You know what they want to achieve. And it's, it's no secret that the most powerful motivator is uh, when I'm supporting your hopes and dreams, I'm going to get uh, a lot of energetic, productive uh, uh, work. Uh, from that employee. And that's, that's what we're all after. Both parties are going to be thrilled with that situation. And I go back to our discussion about recruiting uh, again, maybe now more than ever, because I'd say it's, it's always been important to develop skills from within. But now with recruiting being so challenging, uh, it's, it's even more important that we are in constant communication with employees, have their finger on the pulse of what they're looking to do and looking to accomplish, what they want to accomplish, and what it's going to take to support them. And obviously, you know, the, the company's resources and capabilities and, and their own needs have to be in line. But if not, uh, everybody's understanding that maybe this isn't a great fit, uh, and we're going to have to recruit. But many times you can develop that talent in-house. It also leads me to, to consider the, the idea that, well, you know, recruiting isn't always going to be this difficult. We can go, kind of go back to business and you, as usual. I really don't think that's the case. The, the cat's out of the bag. We can work remotely very successfully. People, uh, certain jobs are tailor-made for remote work. And so uh, the, the more, you know, the more people are able to work remotely uh, and the more they do work remotely, uh, suddenly the competition, all of our competition isn't just with the company down the street or uh, the company maybe a, across town. It's every company on the planet. And so I don't believe recruiting and casually as, as happened to your uh, two friends casually letting people walk uh, because we weren't able to adapt quickly enough to their requirements. We're simply not going back to a time when that's going to work. Exactly. I mean, I think if you have the mindset that recruiting is going to go back to the way it was, you're going to find yourself in an even more difficult position when trying to fill your empty positions because people are going to go to the companies that have adapted and are more agile and you know willing to work with them in their needs and they're going to sense that um, that may not be the case yeah and the the payoff to the company is is huge and this is again why i tend to be optimistic so maybe this is just my my uh, personality coming through but the, the companies ultimately will be stronger because the culture will be stronger, uh, not just 
in a in a technical way because we've developed more talent in house and maybe we're maybe a little more energetic because everybody who's in the company feels feels like uh, they they are being listened to. There's good communication happening. There's good opportunity uh, for them. But again, it's an opportunity to rethink the culture, as, as you put it at the, at the top of this podcast. Uh, why why do do we need to meet? What do we need to accomplish? It forces a little bit of discipline, as opposed to just casually going around the office and saying, "Hey, everybody, come in. We're having a quick three and a half hour staff meeting to talk about some vague agenda item." But uh, I see this as an opportunity to to really take take control and manage the culture, manage every system you have in an organization to improve the result, improve the outcome. Yeah, and to your point about the company coming out stronger, even though this is a challenging time and all of these changes are being made and, you know, work and organizational culture as we know it has been completely flipped on its head, you know, take take the example that I gave earlier, you either let this employee move and do their job and do their job well, you know, you hired them for a reason, or you have an empty spot in your company. And how is that benefiting the company at all? Yeah, we, 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 we introduced you as, oh, she wrote this blog for us. And this is her podcast on that same topic. But as you were talking, it reminded me of another blog we produced several years ago, and it was uh, it was on the subject of millennials and how they're different from uh, the baby boomers that are on our our staff. And, and kind of building on that, over the years, we've noticed there's greater and greater focus on relationships and relationship building and empathy and. Uh, skills uh, around people uh, development. There's a lot more focus on that today on almost every person we've assessed than we noticed certainly five and 10 years ago. So it seemed like the, the, the culture, if you will, around us, the, especially the younger employees, but really all employees I'm seeing today uh, are more and more focused on relationships. And that seems to play hand in hand with this whole topic we've been discussing about uh, developing internal talent, involving more people in planning, tweaking your culture, adding to the cultural elements of your company to uh, produce better results and faster results and more energetic and enthused employees. So there's definitely a connection here. And to me, it just reinforces the idea that this is not just a temporary blip caused by the pandemic and uh, we're somehow going to go back to business as usual. We're never going back because the culture around us, the employees, the, the employee pool around us has changed and was changing. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I believe the, the pandemic and all the fallout from mobility issues and remote working issues and working from home and so forth, it just has all come to a head as a result of that. 
uh, and we we all need to learn to adapt to it. And as you say, be agile and adaptable to those changes uh, because it's real, folks. It's here. It's going to stay. You got to work with it. So out-compete your competitors. Make those cultural changes now. Uh, learn how to adapt your systems now. Uh, and uh, in, involve all your employees in doing that. And you will be more successful in the end. Any last thoughts? You're the expert. I would say all in all, just trust your employees is really what it comes down to. You hired these people for a reason. You have to have faith in them. Give them clear expectations about what needs to be done and let them manage the how. Measure the outcomes because that's what's most important. If they're being productive, successful, that's what matters at the end of the day. I like that. That's a good way to end this podcast. Trust your employees, trust one another, make it happen. Get on with it. Thank you very much, Alyssa. Thanks, Art. So thank you for listening to another episode of Strategic Talent Management's People Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. And for more information on strategic talent management, click on the link to our website in the podcast description.